And I'm back. Episode number eight, ADHD Unplugged, A Day in the Life. I know it's been two weeks, two weeks now, I think. I've been trying to get this episode out, and every time I get in here and I start talking, I just can't put anything together. I've recorded almost a whole episode, and when I listened to it back, it was just extremely boring. So maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll be able to get this one out there. I don't have a whole ton of show notes for this episode. Again, what I had written down, I really didn't like, so I'm just going to kind of wing this one and go from there. Might be short, might be long, never know. So just to do a little recap, a couple weeks back we talked about medications and detoxing and it had been a couple weeks since I had taken any of my medications or had any nicotine. Um, you know, I did quit THC for about a week at that time. Um, a lot of people told me that I was trying to go a little bit too hard and quitting everything at once. Of course, in my mind, the best thing to bring back would be THC. That's what I've always loved. I knew that would keep me somewhat level-headed to get through the withdrawals of everything else. And it, and it did. You know, I'm off all medications, no nicotine, no tobacco, no vape. What else did I quit? Caffeine, I only do one cup of coffee in the morning now, and that's a couple hours after I wake up. Not as soon as I wake up, I let my body adjust a little bit, drink some water, um, kind of started a new morning routine of getting up instead of looking at my phone first, turning the lights on going outside, putting some sun in my face, doing three to 500 jumping jacks, um, drinking some more water before I have coffee or any type of food. And I've no, and I've noticed that I've noticed a big difference on that. I've noticed I have more energy during the day, not having caffeine and waiting those couple hours to have coffee. It makes a huge difference. And it, and it was hard for a little bit. Again, you know, I know a lot of people are just, you get up and you got to be out of the house within 30 minutes and that's your chance to have coffee. But if you could drink some cold coffee, put it in a cup and just wait. It's worth it. You'll get through the day. You won't need that afternoon energy drink. I have had no energy drinks, no caffeine past my morning cup of coffee at about nine o'clock. And again, I'm not saying that if you follow these exact rules, you're going to feel better but from, I'm not, I'm somewhat of a routine person because I have children, so I have to keep a routine. I've, me and the wife have noticed routine is better than no routine with kids, so that's how we like to keep it, but we still kind of live our lives with no routine. And I've never been a big structure type person. I absolutely hate structure. My whole childhood was structured. Um... So I've always tended to go against that. But what I've learned, obviously recently since being sober, is I, I need some type of structure. And if you are depressed and you are down in the dump and everything, I believe that some structure is probably the only thing that's going to help you out. Obviously, it's a, a lot of mind and willpower because you have to believe in yourself. And I'm not saying I'm 100% there yet. I'm not saying that that was the end all be all and I'm and I'm and I'm good to go. You know, I felt 
probably awesome for a week after I quit the medications and the tobacco and did the whole caffeine break and stuff like that. But I knew I still needed to quit THC. And for me, that was going to be the hardest one. I've been smoking weed for like 18 years. It's just, it's always what I've done. It's probably, I've only been passionate about two things in my entire life. Well, three now because I have kids. But one was weed and the second one was my wife. And the third now is my three kids. And... And I guess the hardest part for me, and I, I had quit. We, I had quit before for certain amounts of times—a month, five months, eight months. A couple of years ago, I quit for about ten months. I don't know why I went back, honestly. But you know, I think it is—it has a lot to do with. I don't know who I am without it. All I know is who I am with it. So I guess. I guess I'm a little scared to find out who I'm going to be without it. And, and yeah, this is something that's probably gotten me a little emotional, you know? Um, cause again, you don't, you don't want to change your personality or who you are as a person, but you have to, you have to just think and say, well, if that person isn't working out for me, then I got, I got to fix it. I got, I got to do something to help myself. And it might be THC. It might not. It could have been all the medications. It could have been everything. But again, the way I thought I to figure this out is to get rid of everything to become sober. So that is my next step. Well, not next step. It's already in the process. Today's number three. Day number three, no THC, absolutely no nothing. I've taken some headache medicine, that's about it. And some calm. If you don't know what calm is, it's a magnesium supplement. It'll help you sleep. Works wonders. Instead of taking Xanax or any type of sleeping medicine that's going to make you wake up in the morning groggy or with a headache or brain fog, feeling like crap. Trust me. I know. I've been there trying to help y'all too in this process. You know, a lot of people think, you know, marijuana isn't addicting. That's what you've always been told. And I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm gonna have to say it's very addicting. Especially if you smoked for a long time. You love it. It's something you do. It's not just getting high. It's the whole process of it, whether you like to roll blunts or joints or anything. You, you, you get addicted to that process and, and yeah, and I always loved it. You know, it's, it's hard. You get home from work. What the fuck do I do? What do I do with myself now? Everything just seems so boring. <laughs> and I, and I know I'll get through that. I know it's just this phase. It's only day number three. And you know, the first day, Again, you know, I wasn't I wasn't even planning on quitting honestly. I was I was doing fine that first week, two weeks with the no medication. I was still just smoking a little bit at night and that second week I just started smoking a little bit more and a little bit more and 
one day I smoked and I felt like shit, complete shit. And I felt a super disassociation with myself and reality. And I got a little scared and I was like, you know what? It's like, this isn't right. You know, I, I can't be doing this shit and fucking with my head. Like, you know, I'm, you know, people don't believe that weed will fuck with you. And, and it will. You smoke long enough and you smoke enough. It will start fucking with your head. And you will start feeling like you're going crazy. And again, it, it doesn't affect everybody the same way. I got friends who could smoke all day every day and they're totally fine and it doesn't affect them. But if you deal with mental stuff, I'm going to have to say smoking isn't the best thing for you. Now, if you don't have addictive personality and you could smoke at night before you go to sleep, then that's fine. But what you're going to start to realize is it's not the best for your sleep. It might You might think you're getting better sleep, but you're really not. So again, I'm a big advocate for marijuana, even though I'm not going to smoke no more. But for me, I had to let it go. And again, I'm, and I don't, I don't know what the future is gonna hold for that. I don't know. Again, I don't know who I'm gonna become with no weed or no marijuana, not smoking. And again, it's just always been that social thing for me to do. I'm not a drinker. I don't like to drink. I hate. I hate alcohol. It makes me feel like total crap. One beer, one drink, I, I don't like it. Um, so yeah, so the, fir- so the first day, after that day I felt like shit, I really, um, I really, you know, I was kind of like, okay, this is, this has just got to be the end of it. I need to move on and I'm going to pray that I have an absolutely amazing day tomorrow and I'm not going to smoke and I'm going to pray that I have a super clear day to show, to show me what it's like to be not foggy or not high or anything. And when I woke up the next day, it, it, it was there. I had no fog. I had so much energy. I was so clear headed I did a million things that day. We went and did a ton of stuff, walked around, things we would never do because we're we're high. Or most of the time I was high. So I kind of realized at the end of the day that I had been shown what it was going to be like to be sober. And um and yeah, I wanted to take that seriously. I had been given that chance and I, you know, obviously I, I have plenty of chances and I could do it again, but this, I think this was my time to do it. Um, needless to say, the next day wasn't so great. Next day absolutely sucked. I was completely agitated. I wanted to kill everybody. I moped around and hid in the room most of the day and had a headache and brain fog and Pretty much everything you could think of. Cold sweats, slept like shit. I mean, <laughs> pretty much everything. Um, and again, today's only day number three. So we'll, so we'll see, how, see how the rest of that goes. 
But let's uh, let's move on from the marijuana talk. I'm done with that. I want to get into the things that are making me feel better now. What what I'm doing to better myself. And um, you know, when I started this podcast, I had a cousin that I didn't talk to much, and you know, he kind of reached out to me and said, you know, I deal with really bad anxiety and, you know, dealt with depression and stuff like that. And this is who I watch and this is who I listen to. And this is what I done to make myself better. And, um, and you know, this is a cousin that we were never really crazy close, but I'm so glad he reached out to me. He's changed my life and I, and I'll have to thank him in ways I don't even, you know, how I'm going to do it yet. But, um, you know, one of the things, um, you know, I mentioned last time is you guys got to look up Andrew Huberman. He's a, again, he's a neuroscientist, biologist. He, he just, it's, he talks about things that'll help you, but it's not from, well, this is what I've done and it'll help me. It's, it's facts. It's science. He talks about how your brain works and the neurons and all that stuff. And and he has three-hour podcasts. I can't sit there for three hours. I have to look up his clips and watch, you know, 10 minutes at a time, a couple clips a day, 10 minutes at a time. But I've learned so much. And um and it and it, you know, and it, and it and it's always what you know. You you know if you don't help yourself, you're not gonna you're not gonna get better. That that's as simple as that. There, there's I can't I can't tell you any better. If you don't want to get better, you're not gonna get better. So I kind of started this new morning routine that I talked about a little bit, and I had started this back when I had quit my medications. So I get up in the mornings now, about six o'clock. I instantly try to get up, turn on the lights. Don't look at my phone or anything. Grab a cup, full cup of water. Probably two cups if you actually measure it out. And before I do anything, I drink the water, obviously. And then I go outside, try to put some sun in my eyes. Again, right now it stays dark till fucking 7.30, which sucks ass. But it is what it is. At least I'm outside. Um, I'm putting it in my mind that... It's time to- it's time to get the day started. It's time to get rolling. So I go outside, I do jumping jacks again between 2 and 500 jumping jacks. Like that just depends on my workout from the day before whether I ran at night or I did, you know, a weighted workout or whatever. Do my jumping jacks. After that I go inside and I take a cold shower. And the cold shower is isn't easy. I want to start doing cold plunges in the morning because I feel like it, it, it'll make me feel even more alive than just a cold shower will. And that kind of, I feel like that kind of sets you up for your day. Like instantly now when I get out, it's been three and a half weeks now. Now when I get out of that cold shower in the morning, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to get my clothes on. I'm ready. I'm off to work. I I haven't thought about anything else. I've thought about my morning routine, getting up, 
water, jumping jacks, cold shower, clothes on, getting to work. And I've noticed this has helped a ton. It's helped a lot. You don't wake up. You're not focused on random shit. You're focused on what you need to do. And, and it has set me up through a better day, you know, and, and from there, you know, after the jumping jacks and the shower, I obviously drink more water and I've been trying to wait a full two hours before I have any caffeine. Again, if you watch Andrew Huberman, he talks about how you just, your body in the morning has to release so much stuff. And if you instantly have caffeine, you're trapping and that's exactly why you're getting all the afternoon crashes. And I really just want to let y'all know that just because I sit here on the mic and I talk positive, I, I'm really good at that. I'm really good at putting on a mask and making it seem like everything is 100% okay. But in, in reality, it's not. You know, I still have bad days. My mood could still change at the flip of a fucking switch and it sucks but that's the way it is my my irritability and this isn't just through this withdrawal stage it's been for the past year or so it's just no patience irritability piss the fuck off that's an understatement pissed off at the world is an understatement and I know it's just a fucking mindset in my head. But some days I just I just can't get I just can't get over it and I can't help it and I'm not sure how to help myself in that moment of time. Sometimes the frustration is just so intense. So intense. I don't, I don't want y'all to ever think that just because I'm here talking that everything's positive. Because really what's on the inside isn't. I'm still learning all this stuff too. Still learning how to try and talk positive to myself. And, and that's a daily, daily struggle. It really is. And sometimes I could be so fake. I could have the worst day possible, come in here and hide behind this mic and talk the most motivational shit you could think of. And I started thinking about that a little bit. I started thinking about, am I still lying to myself? Because at some point in time, I'm going to have to accept it. I'm going to have to accept that whatever this mask or facade that I'm creating isn't me. Or is it? Or maybe I just overthink the whole fucking thing all the time. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to keep up. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on doing my routines and starting new routines and trying to help myself get better. And and that's about 
all you could do, I guess. Other than that, I don't really know. And it's not that I'm lying about all the stuff that's helped and the morning routines and stuff like that. It's it's just you you never really want to let people know how much pain you're really in. At least I don't. You know. Um and again, that's just your thought process of how people perceive you. Why? It's just so wrapped up in our minds why we care about others' people's thoughts and perceptions. You know, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna be totally one hundred percent honest right now. And you could probably tell listening to this podcast. The first half was at the beginning of the day. And this last half is at the end of the day where I'm trying not to freak the fuck out. I'm trying to breathe and I'm about to go run till I fall on the ground to clear my mind and not punch anything else. And I mean, that's just the reality of it. That's just the reality of some days. And, um... Yeah, I'm just going to end it on that. And before I go, obviously, thank you so much for listening. Every week, we just keep getting more and more people listening. And it just, it still just blows my mind why, why people listen to my bullshit. I don't, I don't fucking know. But I guess it's a good thing. I guess it does help me from time to time. And again, honestly, why I haven't done the podcast in a week is is from my fucking anxiety. And maybe we'll get into that on the next one. Again, anxiety. Always fucking with shit. But until then, thank you everybody who has followed, subscribed, helped me in any way. Peace. One love. Stay safe out there. See ya.